1: American students are in trouble. About a third of students in the youngest grades are behind on reading. Only 36% of fourth graders are proficient at grade level math. The newest National Assessment for Educational Progress, the nation's report card, shows eighth graders' history scores are the lowest on record since the assessment began in 1994. And what's more, every single state experienced teacher shortages in at least one subject. Even at an early age, the fallout from learning difficulties, frustration, embarrassment, a sense of being different than their peers can damage kids' confidence. As a parent, it's hard to watch your child struggle and knowing how to help isn't always easy. But there are things parents can do, such as getting help from specialists so their child can learn successfully. My guest today, Dr. Kendra Newsom, founder of Fit Learning, which transforms the learning abilities of all children. This is not a franchise and it's not a tutoring conglomerate. They're a highly specialized program that provides unparalleled service to every kind of student. The website,
0: fitlearners.com. Hi, Kendra. Hi, Sherry. <laughs> So good to see you. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, so let's talk about fit learning and the the children that are coming. What are you seeing out there as my uh intro alluded to that that students are struggling?
0: Yeah, well, um fit learning, which was established here in Reno, Nevada in 1998 as part of the university, um has for years really strived to help support students who are not being supported adequately to reach their full potential in the classroom. Um, And we see students who are struggling in reading, uh, as you mentioned, certainly students struggling in numeracy, mathematics skills, language and comprehension, handwriting, etc. And so many of these students are in the right and educational environment are able to excel at a pace as robust as their same age peers who are not struggling or even greater. So that's something that's really exciting to us and the technologies of teaching that we engage is that it really is possible to meet the needs of all students, regardless of where they are when they come to us. Right.
1: So, I mean, one of the other trends that's happening across the nation is teachers. I mean, they're lowering the bar for who can step into the classroom and teach. And those that are fully qualified are burnt out. They're tired. They're not getting paid well. And so you have this whole uh, hurricane of issues that are hitting and impacting these children. We don't even want to talk about COVID and all the crap that went on with that. But So part of this is really that environment in the school And those that can handle it do, but those that don't fall through the cracks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've spent more time in public school classrooms over the past two years than I had before. And I have a tremendous amount of respect and compassion for what teachers are faced with in the classroom. We had the opportunity to do a literacy intervention at Lemon Valley in a second grade classroom. And we monitored the reading levels of every student in that classroom before we began our intervention. And the majority of the students in that second grade classroom were stacked in the first quartile of the bell curve. And you had a handful of students who were in the 75th percentile above. And you imagine being the teacher standing in front of that classroom, trying to meet the needs of the students who are in the first to 25th percentile, and the needs of the students who are in the 75th to 99th percentile. And how on earth, with 30 kids in a classroom, are you set up for success to do that? So it was a really eye-opening experience to see what teachers face in the classroom. And, you know, that's only been exacerbated since COVID.
1: Right, right. So so let's talk about that because fit learning, this model that you have, kind of give us an idea of what it is. So if I'm a parent and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is starting to resonate with me, what what would I expect?
0: Yeah, so one thing that's really unique about our approach, at least when it pertains to academic skill building, um, is that we really focus so much time and effort on building the foundation of everything academic that we do for in our lives? So, and the reason I say that this is unique when it comes to academics is that this is not unique when it comes to building a uh, a repertoire with a musical instrument, or perhaps perfecting a particular sport. Um, This is actually the the strategy of choice when we are teaching things like piano or cello or how to be a basketball player, right? We really isolate and focus on the critical foundational tool skills that are going to need to be easily recruited and executed in all kinds of situations when the context requires it. So our model is focused on that same, use that same approach, but with academics. So if you look at something complex like reading, well, we can break it down into its individual uh, tool skills, and then we can start to build strength in those tool skills. And by strength, we mean not just how accurate you are, but how automatic and how effortless those skills are. So example, phonics, for instance being able to identify individual letter sounds. Kids who really succeed, succeed in phonics can do that at 80 letter sounds in a minute. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, so we really compare our approach to uh, that that is often engaged in music and in athletics.
1: Well, what's even more phenomenal, you didn't mention this, but you can literally within a 40-hour time slot improve a child's math, reading, comprehension, you name it. that That's how powerful this is.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's oftentimes we, in the way that our education system is constructed in the classroom and the pressure that teachers feel to move through content creates a situation where much of the Um, the instruction in the classroom is exposure-based versus mastery-based. And so, you know, when you, again, when you take a comparison of learning the piano, you can't learn to produce a beautiful composition if you don't yet have fluency or automaticity in the scales. Well, it's the same when it comes to reading and math. If you do not have fluency and automaticity in letter sounds, you can't easily apply those in the composition that we call reading, right? Being able to decode a word, understand that word in context, and same with math. You know, we get kids who are in sixth and seventh grade, and they struggle to read numbers that go into the thousands place. So these basic numeracy tool skills are at weak strength. And then because it's all exposure based in the classroom, not mastery. And then when it comes time to do things like, you know, solve a multi-step algorithm, we wonder why kids struggle when they don't have the foundation in place.
1: Absolutely. And these kids are coming into you. I've you've you know, I've. Toward the facility, I've chatted with you numerous times because education is so powerful and so necessary in, in um, life that, you know, these kids come in, you know, frustrated, struggling, I hate reading, I don't want to do math, and then yeah. when you're done, there are many Einsteins.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) You know, it's uh, um, I was looking at data from a young gentleman who's enrolled in our fit learning math program presently. And he's just hit that 40 hour benchmark. And that's our opportunity to do a global assessment of, uh, you know, the progress that's been made in those 40 hours. And this student is in seventh grade incredibly bright. But the untapped potential in the area of math um, is uh, is glaring. So he comes into our program and he doesn't understand why he's doing reading numbers, adding, subtracting, multiplying, and dividing because you're not doing those things in seventh grade to do them. You're doing those things in order to solve more complex problems. But what we were able to see is that he had lots of disfluency in that foundation. And so 40 hours of working on the things that had they been mastered, fourth grade and below, um, he was able to gain 60 percentile rankings in grade level math from working on the foundational skills.
1: That's awesome. And in such a short time period. So. Wow. Uh, I know you have many, many stories of kids that have come in and just a little bit of help and support and you send them on their way because you're really your mission is about this isn't about I'm just going to teach you how to read or write. It's we're going to open the door to
0: the rest of your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Our uh, Our goal is to really produce an academic repertoire that is resilient, that is setting the learner up to succeed for the long term. Uh, You mentioned earlier that, you know, we're not a tutoring conglomerate, and, you know, we spend a lot of time distinguishing our model from what we would consider to be more traditional tutoring, which is akin to the, you know, there's a place for it, and we make this recommendation to families often, depending on what their particular goals are, but tutoring is akin to the, I have a headache today, therefore let me take an aspirin to alleviate the symptoms of this that's having an impact on me in a real way right now. Whereas our approach, which goes all the way back to evaluate skills back to kindergarten, um, is intended to move us beyond having to take that aspirin every day for a headache and really deal with the underlying causes of that struggle. And so both approaches have their place, depending on what the specific goals are for that family, for their child. That's awesome.
1: So anyone that's listening that wants to learn more, I encourage you to go to the website fitlearners.com. They have many ways. You can take a tour. You can have a conversation and figure out really how this can support your child. When we come back, we're going to flip the coin and we're going to talk about Empower Youth Foundation, which Kendra has also founded as well. We'll be right back.
0: Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad Poor Dad. For over two decades, we have taught thousands of business owners, real estate investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to set up a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill if you want to experience peace of mind today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today.
1: Natakwa. 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 Welcome back and thank you for tuning into the Sherry Hill Show. I'm so excited. Dr. Kendra Newsom is here joining me. One of the founders of Fit Learning. She's also one of the co-founders of the Empower Youth Foundation. So, Kendra, in Fit Learning, I mean, obviously there's cost to that. Parents have to, you know, pay for, but there are a lot of students, obviously, that are really struggling that They just don't have the finances.
0: Absolutely. And the Empower Youth Foundation was uh, really a passion of mine and my husband's because of that. You know, our mission is to transform what's possible in education on the planet. And if we were going to do that, we needed to have A way to reach students who didn't have the financial means to attend a fit learning program. Um, There's over 30 fit learnings all around the world, so there are many locations that students can attend. However, there's a cost associated with that. And so in 2017, with the support of the Kelly and Brett Coleman Foundation, we were able to start the Empower Youth Foundation. And so what we do at Empower Youth is provide Fit Learning Services to underserved youth in Northern Nevada who qualify for free and reduced lunch, are the children of active or retired military, or who are in the foster care placement program.
1: That's awesome. And so, obviously, it is a 501c3 nonprofit. It, it does require folks out there to step up and do some donation, And, and I always appeal to people to say, look, you know, we can complain about education all we want. We have an absolute solution right here in northern Nevada that can support every child that is struggling in school, whether they go to the FIT learning side or whether they come through Empower You side, but again, it takes time, energy, and resources in order to do that.
0: Yes, it does. Absolutely. We recently had an opportunity to provide literacy intervention through a program called FITLIGHT. For those who are familiar with multi-tiered systems of support inside of public schools, um, our FITLIGHT program would be a type of tier two intervention so this is an intervention that's provided to students who are in the general education and they are not responding to what's considered tier one intervention which is general classroom instruction um, so we had an opportunity to implement our fit light program at Stead elementary through empower youth sted uh, elementary is a title one school here in northern nevada Um, And that was going to take tens of thousands of dollars for us to be able to execute that program with fourth and fifth graders that we really relied on community donations to be able to fund and execute on that project, which is underway currently. And already results. Results, we've just are a few weeks in, but the preliminary data, um, and we have two published studies on this model already, one that was conducted out at Lemon Valley, um, that shows that on average kids are gaining about a 30 word per minute gain in oral reading scores in 10 hours of intervention. Nice, nice. So that's the fit light. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So
1: for those out there, this is a way to, if you uh, have a child going to an elementary or a middle school that, you know, you, you see there's obvious issues or problems. I mean, this is a great way to fund it for a lot of children at one time. So I call on the businesses out there. I mean, I look at this because I'm hugely involved in workforce development. These are the workers of the future. Yes. And we've got to help them right now in elementary and middle school because by the time they hit high school, they're either dropping out or
0: other things are happening. Absolutely. Every tax-paying citizen should have a vested interest in the education of our youth. Um, it uh, It is critical to the... Uh, continued involvement of, uh, of our society. Um, these are, as you say, our future workforce. And individuals who are unable to, you know, you stated in the beginning of the show about the percentage of students who are not proficient in mathematics. Well, the number is, the percentage is about the same in students who are below proficiency in reading, not just in fourth grade, also in eighth grade, and even as graduating seniors. So, you know, another program that we've recently launched with the behavior analysis program at the University of Nevada, Reno, is going to be geared towards providing academic support for incoming freshmen, because we have students who have gone through The uh, public school system did not achieve proficiency in reading, math, critical thinking, problem solving, and yet are entering into the college realm. And so one way that we're going to try to further our impact in this community is partnering with our alma mater and developing a program to help support incoming freshmen with the literacy and math skills that were insufficient as they completed their primary. Yeah, this is critical.
1: Education. Yeah, because when you look at the jobs of the future, they're all STEM related. Mm. And so any child that isn't at least proficient, but more important, Kendra, I think is that you take children who really, uh, I don't want to say fear, but just are not inspired. Or they're they're struggling so much that, that school is just where you can turn them around and go, look, this is the door of opportunity because now nothing can hold you back.
0: There is nothing as impactful on me than having a learner who comes to either Fit Learning or Empower Youth and has no passion for reading, has literally just had their confidence, their self-esteem crushed. Because they can compare themselves to their same age peers in classrooms, their brothers and sisters, and they learn very early on that somehow they're different, that they, you know, they tell themselves they're not smart, that they can't learn, and then... You arrange the environment in such a way to really support and nurture that learner, and suddenly they do see that they can learn, and they do see that they can be successful. And the most uh, impactful thing for me is seeing that shift in who they thought they were and now who they know they've become and their ability to succeed with reading, to succeed with math. Um, It is an incredibly powerful experience that honestly has kept me in this line of work for going on 30 years. That's awesome and and, and so
1: valuable. And so really, uh, parents that are struggling or your children that are struggling, you really need to check out Fit Learning. Go to the website fitlearners.com If you are someone that really wants to change the dynamic for a child's life, all those kids out there, remember, it's every kind of student, right? Labeled, whatever, doesn't matter. This model works for everyone.
0: Absolutely. We have had the youngest ever member, at least at the time, uh, youngest ever member of MENSA, the uh, genius Organization, um, we have a lot of kids who are gifted and talented, and they want an extra challenge that they're not getting in the classroom. Uh, we have kids who have uh, uh, different learning abilities that we are able to uh, really accommodate. And um, and you know the the beauty is that you know we do program evaluation, and we have. Data um, for thousands and thousands of learners, and what we can see is that when the educational model is appropriate, the learning gains from the gifted and talented students are the same as the learning gains from those students have that have different learning abilities. Because the 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 technologies of teaching that we use that are informed by the science of learning means that. Every student is successful because the approach embodies what is unique and what is needed for that student in that moment with that particular academic domain. Absolutely.
1: It's not a cookie cutter thing. It's it's tailored to each student. That's amazing. Absolutely. So those of you that are inspired to check out the Empower Youth Foundation, that website is?
0: Uh, www.empoweryouthfoundation.org. Right. So put your money where your mouth
1: is. If you are an employer, if you are one of these big businesses that are coming into our community and you want the workforce of tomorrow, you've got to help the children today.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) The untapped potential in our classrooms in Northern Nevada, in the United States and around the world is a travesty. The technology that we employ at Fit Learning and in the Empower Youth Foundation has been around for decades. We know how to solve the problem. We just have to get an action to do it, and we need to do that today. Absolutely. So it's a call to action.
1: Yeah, call to action. So that's our legislative bodies, the state, the counties, the cities, the school districts. You have a solution right here in your backyard. Learn about it, support it, and join us in making sure that Fit Learning and the Empower Youth Foundation keep going forward. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Had a great conversation today with Dr. Kendra Newsom. Again, go to the website, fitlearners.com. You can find out everything you need to know or empower youthfoundation.org. All right. Thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show, where business, but today, the importance of education has been amplified. Thanks for having me.
0: The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. And tune in next week, same time, same station, for The Sherry Hill Show.
1: This is Peter from Nevada Real Estate Radio. I talk about the subjects that help you as a home buyer, seller, or investor. We focus on the positive aspects of today's real estate opportunities. The Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursdays, 3 p.m. on 93.7 FM. Nevada Real Estate Radio.